Hello and welcome back to the least professional show you will ever hear. <laughs> Another episode <laughs> of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday. It is July 8th. It is the year 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my just completely unprofessional loser co-host, Matt Sheehan. Nope, nope. I'm turning a new page. I am buttoned up. I'm wearing a suit and tie right now, actually, behind <laughs> the microphone. I'm sweating my uh, ass completely off, but yeah, no, we're, we're changing it up. Don't curse. It's not professional. <sighs> my tuchus. I'm sweating my tuchus off <laughs> behind is, this microphone. Excuse me. What are the... No, you know what? Tuchus is too... I don't know. What is... My behind. Rump. My fanny. Your rump. My rump. All right. Yeah. Okay. What are some more? Are, I'm learning on the fly there's here. There's a lot. I mean, but I'm, I'm already running out. But's a classic. Heine. Mm-hmm. Heinden. Heine's a strong one. Yeah. Heine. Yeah. Heine. My, my seat. My, my seat. seat. There you Seat's yes. classy. Take a seat. Yeah. It is. I feel like I should have a monocle in when I say that. Yeah. My seat yeah. is wet. <laughs> oh, heavens. <laughs> oh, oh, my. I don't know what situation prompts... Uh, a wet backside. I guess, you know, just the general yeah, heat and humidity seat. we've been yeah, experiencing. Right. Yeah. No, these are honest hours. Yeah, we're all experiencing one way or another. How are you doing, Matt? Professional. No, I'm, I'm doing good. It was, it was a good day today uh, for MSU Hoops. Um, Max Christie committed. I don't know if you want me to get into that, but uh, I have some analysis I would like to share. Cut the crap. Just cut Max the crap. Max Christie, uh, the I'm number done. one I don't shooting care guard that someone tweeted at you. No, lambasting your professionalism. I've heard the people, and we're turning a new leaf. Max Christie is going to benefit the Michigan State Spartan University basketball program. That's all I have to say. Damn you, Robert! Oh, Enzo's back, baby! Oh, let's go! Oh, number one overall commit for 2022. Woo! What happens eight days later? Number one shooting guard for 2021, Max Christie. Step right up, baby. Oh, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Can Izzo be back if he never left? He is back, baby. Woohoo! Christie, step on down to East Lansing. Duke, sorry, guys. Yeah, no, I know. Hey, Duke, Duke wasn't in his top five. He didn't say, you know what? Anytime that a guy offers a kid, and that's Duke offering the kid, and you get the kid, you beat Duke. I don't care if he didn't make his top five. But you know who did make his top five? Purdue. Suck it. Ohio State. Suck it. Uh, Vanilla Nova. I mean, Jay Wright, I kind of like him. But yeah, suck it anyway. Just for, And Virginia, too. I, yeah, I'm a big Virginia fan. But they, they can go ahead and suck it as well. Um, wow. 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 Number five overall commit ever in the 247 composite rankings for Mr. Tom Izzo. Now we're looking at 2021-2022 season. Just Gabe Brown. Bingham, Hauser, Watts, Marble, Sissoko, Hoggard, Pierre Brooks, Max Christie, maybe Imani Bates. Oh my, I, I don't, I can't do this. I just want everyone to know that you did not run that little bit by me. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, oh my God, Matt, just flatlined. Okay, well, I'm Matt's back. Back. Okay. I'm back. You should have had Who your wife come hot? over and shout, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, she, she might be sleeping on the couch right now. So. And you're screaming <laughs> like that? It's not my fault. It's Tom Izzo's fault. Listen, I, I got to get Tom Izzo on the horn here and have him uh, apologize to her. This is not my fault. He Tom knows what he's doing to me with, with this. Same with 
Max Kersey, who is, from all accounts, a very nice kid. We talked to his yeah. high school coach uh, in the second or third segment. I forgot what we uh, decided we were going to put that. But, yeah, no, this is, uh, wow. The, okay, the, this is strange, right? Like, this is this is strange to be excited about sports in the middle of summer, like in a sportless, unprecedented time. Summer. You're jumping into the show. Let's pause for a second here. Let's catch our breath. No. Okay. <sighs> Segments one and two today, we're going to talk about Max Christie and Michigan State's basketball recruiting. And segment three, we will have Max's high school coach uh, on with just you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yep. His name is... A lot, lot less yelling for that one, but it, no, it's still a good is time. Is it uh, Katovich or Katovich? Katovich. Katovich. Kevin, Kevin, what is it? Katovich. Katovich. Kevin Katovich, mm-hmm. the uh, Rolling Meadows coach where Max Christie plays. So that is the uh, plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this generally every single day, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. But or whenever five-star kids yeah, come whenever in, whatever, whatever happens first. Yeah. yeah. No, I think actually we'll see how the beginning of August is looking, but if by some miracle it's looking like football is going to happen, probably the end of August we'll start ramping back up to four shows a week and then five shows a week. Uh, as we get ready for football season, but still sticking with three for the uh, the foreseeable future. So, cool, cool. All right, Matt. Cool. It's hot in here, man. <laughs> wow, my <laughs> body temperature shot up like fifteen degrees there. You're hyperfed. Someone sent a gift to me of a puppy, and they're like, "I wonder this is what it must be like to work with Matt." Mm-hmm. And it was a puppy, and it was a fun little meme. Where the dog is looking at nine different things, and whenever it would, it would like ball, plant, ball, whatever, ant, bug, bird, and it would just like it's ADD everywhere. And mm-hmm. they said, I, you know, imagine this is what it's like working with Sheehan. It's like just put a white claw in his hand, and you pretty much got Spot it. Spot on. Yeah, no, you you, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, thank you, Will, for uh, putting up with with this. Oh, and thank no, you, I, listeners, for uh, somehow finding this appealing. I enjoy it. Um, let's start here. Was Please. Max Christie committing today to Michigan State the worst kept secret in the history of basketball it, recruiting? It was, the, it, was, it was the yin to Amani Bates' surprise commitment. Yes. Yang, yes. like that, that's one hundred percent what it was. Like, it couldn't be on any further polar ends of the spectrum here. It was uh, so. It was so predicted and known that it was like. I guess I don't know. We're not insiders, you and I. We just like sometimes people will text us or shoot well, us. That's a the DM thing. We're not insiders. Yeah. So, like we still know. know yes. on, what, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, end of last week, and it, we got messages like, "Oh yeah, Max Christie is already committed. He just hasn't done it yet. He's told us, oh, he's coming.' Yada yada yada." And that was, you know, people had sources and everyone's talking. The crystal balls are flipping. The rivals picks are coming in, and it's becoming increasingly clear to the point where it was so like I was like someone texted me like hey what's happening at one o'clock today and I was like Max Christie's committing to Michigan State and this was at like 11 a.m. or something and Mm -hmm. I sent that I'm like I'm not even like I've just heard it so many times from so many people that I'm like wait a second Right. What if he's not? <laughs> what if this was some elaborate hoax? What if like, it's like uh, <laughs> Kareem Mane or Mane and we're just all like off on this one? That's not a bad like, consolation, it's though. It's like one, <laughs> it was so well known that I, I got to the point where I, I was not confident in telling people anymore. I was like, oh man. Talk, talk yourself back yeah, out of it. Talk yeah. myself, like it's just too many people know. 
Um, but yeah, that was uh, a fun thing to see everyone talk around it for a week because nobody wants to spoil it. Like there's reporting. Everyone around, was very cool about yeah, it. Yeah, there's yeah, reporting nice. and recruiting, and it's. I was talking with. Uh, someone today who's a re- uh, recruiting reporter, just how there's like a balance where you obviously want to report things and do your job and do it well, but you also don't want to, like people, kids are entrusting you, sources like their family members are entrusting you like, hey, this is what's happening. Don't be a jerk and ruin his moment, right? He's, sure. Max is going on with Andy Katz, do a big Twitter live that's going to get thousands, tens of thousands of viewers. Don't mm-hmm. spoil it for him. And everyone's just talking around it. And I saw every angle of this story tweeted in some respect, but no, never from the same person. And nobody put them all together in one tweet. It was really funny. Like, oh, I yeah. heard someone's been committed for a while. Oh, I hear someone's committing on the 7th. Ooh, I hear Max Christie's really uh, gaining yeah. steam here. <laughs> that, that was my favorite one. Like, wow, uh, MSU gets a lot of crystal balls from Max Christie. A lot of changes. Commitment coming soon. Yeah, like four <laughs> days ago to, to, to the program. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, he's, he's already in. Uh, but that was the worst kept secret. Uh, and it was really fun. Like, everyone had pre-written. That's when you know. When it happens and every single person who mm-hmm. writes yeah. publishes a story that second, that yeah. is how there's, you There's know. 15 600-word articles yes. on it by, okay, the announcement was at 105. All that hit at 106, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. I even waited. I was like, I was watching it. I'm like, I should just hit publish. And I, I why you go? I, yeah, why not? I no one blamed you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Good on you. Wow. What a gentleman. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm a wonderful person. Yeah, oh, but that was really the best. funny just to see everyone talk around it. And then there's like, you and I know stuff. Some other people know stuff and you see... Like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, Duke still has crystal balls. I don't know if Christie's, like, man, Izzo uh, always loses to Duke. Yeah, like, whatever, that people are, like, just nervous, right? Oh, you know what? I, I'm I'm so shell-shocked from all these former <laughs> right? Duke things. It's like, for, I, I, I'd be lying if I said for a flea moment when he was unzipping his jacket or his hoodie or whatever. <laughs> I, I didn't think, like... This is going to be a, a, a GD Blue Devil logo, isn't it? Like, for, for a split second, it was the most mortal lock of mortal locks. And my thought as he's unzipping the jacket was, he's, he's going to Durham. <laughs> he's going to Duke. Great. Yeah, but you just like, <coughs> like, man, Tuesday's going to be fun because a bunch of people are super nervous. And you can tell them a million times, like, hey, it's happening. Get excited. Start watching his highlight film and start envisioning him playing with uh, Pierre Brooks and Jaden Akins and probably Imani Bates. Start oh, getting God. ready for it. Oh, God. And people were just like, no, I, I refuse to believe. Uh, that was, oh, that was fun, though. It was fun to, definitely fun to watch from our perspective. Well, I got to say, like, we knew about it since the, the weekend. Still hit, though, man. Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah. Still oh, hit. Yeah. Oh, number one shooting guard. Are you kidding yeah. me? No, the, the hour... Um, the hour after, from 105 to 205, a boatload of fun, and there oh, were I'm just sti- I'm still having fun. Yeah. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. great. We're, we're 24 hour rolling this one. <laughs> there were just so many Michigan State fans digging up old tweets, which oh, receipts were, were brought out. Yeah. yeah, never throw away your receipts, kids. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. Just so many. Juwan Howard is going to out recruit Izzo. Oh There's... God, how how is Izzo going to last in this environment? Well, I... so many. Shoot. Uh, got a kick out of it. We should probably talk about Max, uh, the the player and prospect, right? Mm, I, I guess, yeah. I suppose we could. All right, we should do that. We'll talk about that, and I also want to really quickly hit on where his scholarship 
uh, where the, the scholarship chart sits with him. It's time to start having the conversation. It yes. is. Yep, yes, it is. Um, so we'll do that here in just a second. Okay, where do you want to start? You want to start scholarship charts or Max Christie? I think scholarship mm. charts, and then we could talk about him as a player, which leads into him uh, or his his coach's conversation with you. Sure. Yeah, that that plays. That plays. Yeah, I All like right. that. So the Michigan State basketball scholarship chart for twenty twenty one twenty twenty two, and dear lord, is this like a fluid situation? There's going to be potentially six oh. seniors on that team. <laughs> y- yes. Yeah, cor- correct. The 2022 class is going to have six nine Six seniors people. and like four true freshmen and uh, <laughs> three juniors and two sophomores. And uh-oh, you're capped at 13. Yeah. That's a higher number than 13. Yes. Okay. So 2021-22, every year you get 13 scholarships. Right now, Michigan State has, in theory, 14 scholarship players if we consider Imani Bates in that class. All the indications are that he is reclassifying. Um, And Michigan State is, some point here in the near-ish future, going to add Jaden Akins to this. God, I hope so. Yeah. And so they'll they'll bring in the four-man class and have 15, which is two more than 13. What an insane four-man class, too, by the way, if I may add. Oh, it, i got to fit yeah. myself off again. Oh, my it'll, uh, it'll be – so the class uh, was obviously very good with Bridges, and Langford is five stars, and, and Cassius is a really high uh, four-star, sure. and then Nick is a really good four-star, too. But uh, this class, I think, would be better just because Amani and Christy are both better than anyone <laughs> that was uh, in that class. Not not even a debate. As good book, as Miles yeah. was, uh, Christy's a little bit higher ranked, I believe. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good class. So, so you have 15 names for 13 spots. Uh, Aaron Henry's on this list. As a senior, I think, yeah. realistically, we can kind of cross him out. You can't officially... But I think we can cross him out if he doesn't stay in the draft this year. Uh, I would be pretty surprised if he came back for his senior season. Um, yeah, I think the only thing that would keep him back is just like how sick that team is going to be. But then again, like th- that's yeah. probably just a that, that's probably yeah. just my my dumb fan uh, an coming injury, out of me there. Yeah, an injury could do it. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think. That well, is, yes, I agree. 95%, I would say, if, yeah. he, if he does come back this year, he will not come back for a senior season, I think it's safe to say. Yeah, I, I, similar to Nick Ward, where you're like, eh, 50-50, sure. oh, he came back, he's, he's going to go. Mm-hmm. So there's one. Yep. Right, and that's a big one. And as of right one now, if they, if they held steady, that would be enough to get them into where they need to be. Yep. Then you look at uh, other potential pros. Joey Hauser's the first name, Rocket Watts probably the second name. They will both be... Uh, well, I, Joey will technically be a senior, but could be a junior if he medical red shirts, which he would get granted. Mm-hmm. So his situation is kind of whenever he wants to go pro. So if Hauser has a great season uh, this year, I think it's pretty realistic that he'll end up going pro. He could be a, a first round pick. And if sure. Rocket Watts uh, has a really great s- season as well, I think you could see him go. So one of those two are kind of, there's certainly a, a chance there of them going pro, one of the two going pro. Yep. And if that happens, then you're good, right? Then you're all set. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. That's the the cleanest way to do it. If that doesn't happen... That's the best way, yeah. Yeah. Other long shot options for pros, um, you know, I don't think Malik Hall will be quite there. Um, 
I don't think Gabe Brown or Bingham will be quite there. Bingham maybe is like the most likely because of his size and, and skill set and just sort most of the... Loud, I would still put maybe Brown ahead of him, but still both long shots like you were saying. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. longer shots. I think more likely the the option, and maybe Matty Sissoko is just like, because, you know, he's a top 40 recruit. True. He could have a really True. great season. Like, yeah, you know, like Deontay Davis type. Like, yeah, you'll probably get picked in the back end of the first round. Big, yeah. athletic, mobile, big, who can block shots and finish at the rim. Like, oh, the NBA could If like he can that. crack the lineup and get enough tape out there. I mean, yeah, yeah sure, he'll play, yeah. but I, I don't a know. A long shot. Another sure. long shot. Yep. I think you look at, everyone wants to bring up Foster Lawyer. Um <sighs> Don't don't do my son like I that. I know. Um, uh, Kithier as well, and it, 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 I don't think it'll be like a forcing out thing, but say let's just take Kithier. Um, I don't think it'll happen with Kithier, but let's say Kithier gets. See, I don't either. Okay. Let's say he gets relegated to a bench role this year, just because uh, you know Hauser's starting up there. Malik Hall is going to play big minutes there. Mm-hmm, uh, Marcus right. Bingham is going to play like say Marcus Bingham jumps him and it's like yeah Bingham finally figured it out and Matty yeah, Sissoko's like oh we got to get him on the floor and Julius Marble uh, takes another step too and it's just like yeah Kithier's kind of like the fourth or fifth big and he doesn't get to play that much again not a prediction just let's use Kithier as an example I could yeah. see someone like him or someone like Lawyer or even Bingham if they don't carve out the role that they mm-hmm. they want if they're not getting the playing time they want they're going to look at it and be like all right i'm about to go into my senior season i've used three years of eligibility they can all probably graduate uh in that summer if they're sort of the writings on the wall and you could see some attrition that way a graduate transfer out of the program uh, is also on the on the board as well i think the most likely scenario is two of those Guys end up going pro, Henry and either Watts or Hauser. Um, but attrition through transfer is also a potential as well. Yeah, for sure. And it's going to be the logjam we have next year with um, Sissoko, Marble, Kithier, Bingham all plays pretty much the same position, yeah. I think it's safe to say. And yeah. like, all of them are pretty good players. Yeah. All of them are pretty good players. But like, I, don't, I don't think anyone in that group yet, I, sir, Sissoko can get there, maybe Bingham will get there next year, but I don't think anyone in that group is like head and shoulders put themselves no. at the, as the alpha dog like Tillman did last year. So like I can see, yeah, just like you're saying. I mean, I, I, sorry, I'm just summing up what you said, but yeah, there there could be a logjam at that position. And no, there will be. Say, a, like, there will be. A not log sorry, jam. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, no, you're, yeah, you're right. Not could. There, there yeah. most definitely 100 percent write it in stone. Yeah. Will be a logjam. There next will year. be a logjam, and if one of the losers of that logjam is a junior, that's that's a transfer candidate. Like that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. So, Tough situation, but I that the, the game is the game. You know? And yeah. yeah, when you sign a class of five people like they did with Kithier, Lawyer, Brown, Bingham, Henry, mm-hmm. attrition is like I would as freshmen like yeah, one of these guys probably won't finish their career with MSU because there's going to be some fights for playing time, and someone's going to get to their junior year without playing at all, and they're going to have a disappointing junior year, and then they're going to be gone uh, looking for an opportunity to play somewhere, and that's just kind of how it goes. All right. Yeah, crappy situation, but a clean way for it to happen, I guess. It just That's how it happens. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Max Christie, who uh, I don't think we'll have to worry about transferring. Um, no, I don't think we'll not. have to worry about playing time issues. I think we will... 
Well, do I don't know. Well. Hold, I, I, there was a quote that said he did want to pick a school that's good for him for the next four years. So <laughs> maybe he does transfer after his junior year from uh, Michigan State. Who knows? I saw an interview with him also from like last year uh, where he accidentally slipped. Like for my one year, well, you know, I don't know that I'm going to be a one and done. Like just like that kind of thing. Like. Yeah, listen, for my—I uh, mean, I, I meant to say uh, one <laughs> undergrad degree. Huh? Sorry, excuse me. He could. That's that's my favorite recurring bits with like top fifteen talent. Is like I'm going to spend my next four years at like. Okay, come on, come yeah. on, bud. Uh, so Max Christie's number twelve player in the country. He's a ninety nine five two in the composite Ooh, rankings, which is uh, really good. My. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's we've do- talked about this before, but just really quick. His comp is Gary Harris. He's bigger than Gary. Uh, he's, he's taller than Gary. Gary's a little stockier, but. Apparently Christie's put on some weight, like six six one eighty five now, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and he'll yep. hopefully put on some more weight. Uh, but yeah, he's a big kid, really big, good positional size, and is just an incredible uh, shooter, handler, plays really good deep, like defensive position well, can defend one through three. Uh, can do a lot on offense, his versatile, uh, which is wonderful. And his projection right now, you know, as he's going into his senior years, he'll be a first round draft pick at some point. Yeah, very. I think I, I think it's safe to say like a, a, a career like Gary Harris's at MSU is pretty good. Like if you did it a thousand times, <laughs> Gary Harris and Max Christie would end up having very similar careers over the simulations. So, yeah, I think one year is probably uh, what you're looking at with him. It'll be a fun year uh, if it's him. Uh, like just imagine this backcourt of Jade Nakins. And AJ slash AJ Hoggard, whoever is like the better point guard, Max Christie at the two, and Amani Bates at the three. <laughs> oh God, I got hold on. Let me get the flatline sound effect up again. Let's see. Well, hold it. or or Foster Lawyer at the one. Hey, hey now, or hey Foster now. Lawyer. At, hey, hey or, now, or a junior Rocket Watts at the one, or no, senior Rocket Watts, senior, senior, senior Rocket Watts, senior, no. senior, senior, junior, junior. Junior. <laughs> sorry, I just like stroked out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what I was. Th- yeah, sorry. I, yeah. Wow. I was in an alternate universe where last year was a sophomore year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Junior Rocket Watts mm-hmm. at the one, Max Christie at the two, Amani Bates at the three. That doesn't suck. Oh, I mean, does that not suck? It's going to be so much fun. Oh, my God. I might get the tattoo of the uh, Ben Affleck smoking gif uh, <laughs> or smoking picture on, yeah. on my chest for, for that season. Yeah. Um, other And you're going to talk to his coach here in a second, but like if you just watch him or read anything about him or just take even a second to like figure out who Max Christie is, what kind of game he has, you realize very quickly he's incredibly intelligent, uh, makes winning plays. Like there's a difference between – being really talented and being able to do all this stuff and just being like incredibly good at playing basketball with four other people on the court. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like his thing. Like he's, yeah, he's really good. He can ISO, he can hit shots over people. He can take people off the bounce and get to the rim. Um, he's long for the position so he can finish over smaller guards. He can get in amongst the bodies and sort of finish. He's, I think he'll add some more power because he is athletic and at six, six, um, you know, his dribble is good enough that he can get by guys, and, and I think he'll be able to finish at the rim really well. Probably like three years into his NBA career, you'll be like, okay, this dude can really finish at the rim. But he'll have sort of the, the baseline building block of that in college before his body really fills out when he gets in an NBA uh, strength thing. But he's just going to be 
a really talented, tremendous team basketball player. Like he is, he's super talented, and he's an OKG, right? Our kind of guy. Nailed like, it. It's right on. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil anything uh, with the interview coming up, but uh, yeah, it, from the way his coach talks about him, you would think like, are you sure he hasn't spent like three years in the MSU program already? Yeah. The way his game is molded, so it's yeah, very. Uh, yeah. Listen, I, I was fired up. I was super fired up at one o'clock when he committed. But man, after talking to his high school coach, <laughs> it was like, huh, twenty twenty one. Let's just fast forward here. Let's let's just get get here already. Yeah, and he's a versatile shooter. He's not just a spot up guy. Can shoot off the bounce. Can shoot off the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, can catch and shoot. Can shoot uh, above the break uh, in the transition game. Like it's going to be really fun. He's going to be really talented. Um, and like you said. An OKG, our kind of guy, really good fit. And it's cool that Michigan State has kind of like found him and Imani Bates, who are like super talents that are just like, yeah, I want to be part of this specific program. And it's just, it, you know, we know it's it's a little different than other schools, how Tom Izzo coaches uh, and how much leeway the players aren't given, are given as freshmen. Uh, you got to really earn it, and it's cool that you know top twelve talents like Max Chris. You're like, yeah, I want to get in on that. It doesn't happen with everyone, uh, and so it's always fun when it works out, and it's really great when it works out with the best prospect uh, any of us have seen since LeBron James. Twenty twenty one. Let's just get here already. <laughs> All right, let's. You and I are done. We're done. I'll miss you. I'll miss you too. We're going right. to come back after the interview and uh, say our goodbyes. But you have a conversation coming up here. You know what? Just tease it. Give us like a five-second tease. We talk to Max Christie's high school coach from Rolling Meadows, Kevin Kovacek. No, I screwed that Kitovich. up, Kitovich. Kitovich. He'll say it. About? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Max Christie's high school coach. Sorry, Kevin, uh, for butchering your last name once again before we actually air this interview. But, uh, yeah, that, that's what's coming up next, guys. All right, see you guys in a hot second. I am now super honored, super generous with this time, head coach of Rolling Meadows High School, head coach Kevin Katovich. Kevin, thank you so much for joining me on this fine evening. And a peek behind the curtain for all the listeners, dealing with some technical difficulties on my end. But Kevin, other than all that, how on earth are you doing today? <laughs> it's been a busy day, but a fun day. It's always good when you you know get to see one of your kids, your players, uh, reach some of his dreams. So it's been a great day. No, for sure. And before going any further, how long have you known Max for? Um, since he was pretty well, really, since he was in fifth grade, uh, okay. coming to our you know our, our kids' camps uh, throughout the years, every summer. So I've known him for a long time, pretty much for since he was ten years old. Now, obviously, he's the number one shooting guard in the class of 2021, uh, top 15 kid. So that's got a lot of state fans like me, just all sorts of giddy jacked up, already fired up (laughs) for 2021, ready to roll around. Is this kind of how you felt, though, when he was in eighth grade, kind of rolling into rolling medals there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, even before that, we knew, you know, when he was in sixth or seventh grade that he was going to be a special player. And, you know, what really makes it even better is just he's a fantastic kid. So it, that really helps as well. You know, he's not only as good of a player as he is, as you get to know him, you'll realize he's even a better person. And I watched the interview with Andy Katz earlier today after his commitment. And just like you were saying, like, it seemed he was years beyond his own age as far as maturity goes. Now, has he always been like that? Or is that just kind of been yes. coming along with age here? <laughs> no, okay, that's, that, that's crazy. That's 
that's pretty much what everyone says who who has the pleasure of talking to him. That you know, I always get the comment of like, "Is this for real? Is this really how right. it is?" <laughs> yeah, because I totally got that vibe earlier today. He, he seemed like he was already a senior in college, but hey, here he is, just a, a rising right. senior in high school. Not bad. <laughs> so, Absolutely. and we're we're just gonna get the hardest question out of the way right now. It's the broadest questions that are always the hard answers. Uh, point blank, what impresses you most about Max's game? Uh, there's really nothing that doesn't impress you when you get to see him. You'll 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 see it firsthand that you know there's always that wow factor. He does things every day at practice or in a game that you know you've never seen before, and um, he just makes everything look so easy. It's almost like effortless for him the way he goes about his game, and um, he's a tireless worker. I've never seen a kid who who works harder at at just getting better and um, who just wants to get better, who wants to live in the gym. And kind of piggybacking off of that, um, I was reading an article for the Chicago Sun-Times, and it said that Christie said he liked Izzo's demanding coaching style. So, and obviously you coach him right now. What is it like having him as a student and a student of the game? Um, you know, it's I have them both in the classroom as a student oh, nice. and on the basketball court as, as a student athlete. And, you know, Max is going to be – he's the type of kid who's going to be not just – fantastic all-american type kid but academic all-american too he's a straight-a student he takes school very seriously and he he wants to do just as well in the classroom as he does on the court uh, basketball wise he constantly studies film you know whenever we have film sessions after a game he's already watched the film he already knows what he needs to do a better job of um so he's just he's always looking to uh learn whether it's in the classroom or on the basketball court so i think that's I, I think that's just a testament to his character that he's he's really a learner is is what it comes down to. For sure. And what, what subject do you teach? I teach uh, U.S. history and then AP government and politics. Very nice. All right, there we go. And so I, I'd also imagine that when you guys walk into an opposing gym or even a, a team gets off the bus to come into your gym, I'm going to go out on a limb here and have a hot take that he's probably the kind of guy that knows that all eyes are on him and that he's going to get some extra attention from these opposing teams. How, how does he yeah. handle that pressure? Phenomenally. You know, he, we joke around as a coaching staff, the favorite thing that we like is when he misses maybe his first shot and he gets the overrated chance. Oh, um, perfect. <laughs> I, I couldn't ask for anything better in an opposing gym than that. Um, but just uh, also to just kind of show you what type of kid he is, you know, he had a throng of, of little kids, obviously, that would come to games, follow him, and, and we were at a tournament um, we lost a tough game. In fact, he, he had a chance at the buzzer to, to win it. He missed a shot that 99.9% of the time he makes. Um, and after the game, there were you know, 20, 30 kids, little kids who just wanted a picture with them, an autograph, and he obliged every single oh. one of those kids. And, and for someone in high school to be that mature and, and, and to sort of relish and respect his, his um sort of role model status was something that was quite impressive. Um, but anyone who knows him, it's not a surprise. And have you uh, maybe perhaps told him to miss his first shot of the game, just kind of get the chip on his shoulder right there? <laughs> has, has that strategy been, been thought about? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll employ that this year. <laughs> yeah, so put your back pocket for the following year, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> And I think I also read, too, that he's averaged uh, 25 points and 11 rebounds before, obviously, COVID shut the season down. Uh, how, what percentage right. of those points came in a double team or a triple team even? Oh, all of them. I mean, okay. we, we faced the craziest defenses. Uh, I don't think – he certainly wasn't single covered straight uh, man-to-man this year. We saw uh, – one game, actually, we saw a triangle and two with, with two it. guys on him. 
Um, anytime he touched the ball, he has two or three guys on him. It's, and, you know, again, just the type of kid he is. He doesn't get frustrated. He makes the right basketball decision. And that's also why he's averaged um, so many triple doubles in his career because, you know, he's not afraid to, to just get 12 points, but 10 assists and 12 rebounds if that's going to help us win. So he doesn't, he doesn't force shots. When you look at his numbers, you know, he's scoring 25 points a game, and you might look at someone else's numbers at 25 points a game and say, whoa, those two players are the same. But when he – and people around here say the same thing. I've never seen a more efficient player. Um, gotcha. Certainly if he shot the ball more, he'd probably average 35 points a game. But he doesn't take bad shots. If He'll pass up a bad shot to find a teammate – and, you know, I don't want to say hinders his stats, but certainly sure. he could have a little bit more gaudy scoring numbers if he if he wanted to be selfish. But that's not who Max is. He's very unselfish. Man, passes up bad shots, finds the open teammate. I, I feel like he's been playing in the MSU program for about like two or three years now. After, <laughs> know, that, that's right in his wheelhouse, so that, that, that's good. Um, yeah. Kind of going on top of that, too, were you at all surprised that, that it was MSU? Or really, I guess, also to take a step back, how close were you to the recruiting process for Max? Uh, you know, it, it, he kept it a very tight circle between okay. his family, uh, myself, and his AAU coach. And, you know, my whole thing from, from day one was I just wanted him to be happy. And wherever he was happy at, that was great for me. And obviously now he's at Michigan State, so there's not going to be a bigger Michigan State fan than me when he's there uh, just because I, I want him to succeed. But, you know, he would have fit in in a, in a lot of programs. Obviously, a lot of programs were after him, but mm-hmm. um, he ultimately decided that's where he felt the most comfortable. And obviously, you can't argue with <laughs> the decision that he made. For sure. And his highlight film is super, super impressive. But if there's maybe one thing that's like, uh-oh, it's the frame that he has. He, I think he on 247 Sports, he's listed at 165. But he had an interview today yeah. where he's already up to 185. So oh, it yeah. sounds like he's yeah. working on that, too. Is there anything else on top of that that he's also working on? You know, he – well, yeah, the, the strength is something that he's taken a lot of pride in and a lot of ownership in. And obviously for a high school kid, sometimes that's tough mm-hmm. to convince oh, them of that. But um, he's always wanted to get stronger. And, you know, there's nothing he doesn't work on with his game. And he's constantly working on new stuff. I'm working to correct things that he feels like he needs to do better. And and that's that's a credit to his family, his parents, his dad and mom are super involved in that. Um, he doesn't need much pushing, but they, you know, they literally have dedicated their lives to supporting him. Um, and not in an overbearing way by any means, but gotcha. this was his goal. And, you know, they would have been just as happy if, if Max would have decided that he didn't want to play college basketball and, and be a student. Um they they're such a great family and and they just want to support their both their sons and and help them reach their goals and for Max obviously this was a goal and I, I think for fans like me there's a, you know a lot of thought goes into wow how overwhelming this must be for the the player during the recruiting process like you got coaches calling you emailing you mm-hmm. they're coming to your sure. games but let, let's just flip the table and actually put the spotlight on you for a little bit. What's it like for you as a coach? Like you're probably looking across the court at these high school games. You're seeing I, Coach K, Izzo, Painter. Like what? What's this like uh, yeah. from your point of view here? Um, you know, I, it, it, it's been a good experience. You know, I think it's been harder for Max, obviously, because Max. There were days when he'd have to come in at six in the morning before school, uh, stay after school late to accommodate these coaches coming in, and then yeah, obviously at the games. And you know, it was it was for me it was a pleasure. These all every single coach that came out and all the assistants were amazing they were very generous uh, they were very accommodating they they always asked if we needed anything 
Um, so it was, you know, it was, it really was effortless um, in terms of, for me, uh, the, the pressure was on Max and he handled it. He handled it really well. And while you're talking to Izzo or maybe someone else in the MSU coaching staff, obviously you're going to talk about Max, but do you ever just pick their brains a little bit about just basketball in general? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, sure. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you, you get to know some of these guys better than others. And, you know, I, it's, a, it's a recruiting process. It's a business, obviously. But I'd say, mm-hmm. you know, that I got to be pretty friendly with, with a lot of these coaches. And, yeah, for sure, you ask them, you know, hey, uh, how do you guys teach boxing out or how do you do this or do that? And, you know, there's these, these, these are the top professionals in their field. So you'd kind of be a fool not to ask them what, you, sure. what they're doing. <laughs> You ever get Tom in for a film session ever or no? <laughs> no, you know, I've asked them before, you know. And oh, nice. <laughs> my Max, like, you know, hey, what do you think about that? Or what do you think about this? Or, you know, stuff like that for sure. That's awesome. And this is the last question I had for you before I uh, get you going here. I, and this is, uh, once again, another broad question here just to cap this one off. But is there anything about Max that you know about him that you think would surprise a lot of other people from the outside? Yes, he's a huge anime fan. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, uh, surprise. Come yeah. on, be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's uh him and his dad and his brother, they love anime. Um he it's something that gets him fired up. Uh he is a huge yeah, he's he's a, you know, if he didn't if he wasn't a five-star basketball player, he would just be a normal, you know, high school teenage kid that who loves anime. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, Coach, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, that was Kevin Katovich, head coach of Rolling Meadows and, of course, newest Michigan State University basketball fan. So, Coach, best of luck to you in the upcoming <laughs> season. Hope you, the team, the family, and everyone else at Rolling Meadows are staying safe out there. Thank you very much. You as well. It was nice talking to you. For sure. Thanks, Coach. All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's unprofessional episode of Locked On Spartans. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be buttoned up for the next one. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoyed yourself. Reminder to rate, review, Measure subscribe. Measure takes coming Measure off. takes. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. I think we should do a mailbag tomorrow. Let's go for it. Yeah, Why we not? got a bunch of questions. You and I will both, as soon as we're done here, we'll send out some more tweets mm-hmm. uh, doing this, and we'll send out some more uh, Wednesday evening as well, trying to solicit questions. Solicit questions is what I was trying to say there. Uh, You can also always email LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com if you want to as well. So yeah, big listener mailbag uh, for Thursday's show. So thanks again for listening, Matt. Take us home. You guys are the best. Go green, baby. Woo!